You are listening to the Smarter Sales Show, where sales challenges are solved with tech and technique, so you can sell more and stress less. Please welcome your hosts, sales experts and funny ladies, Merritt Kahn and Julie Holmes. You're listening to the Smarter Sales Show. I'm Merritt Kahn. And I'm Julie Holmes. We give you the tech and technique solutions to your toughest sales challenges so that you can sell smarter and stress less. It is officially summer, so it's going to go by fast. And we have challenged ourselves to give you short, quick, concise answers to your toughest sales challenges. You know, listen, apply, close deals, repeat. That's right. And it's our summer short series. (laughs) Shorts. Uh, Today's sales question is, what do you wish that you knew when you first started in sales? What do you wish you knew then that you know now when you first started in sales? A very interesting, thought-provoking question. Isn't it? I mean, I don't know. I can't even remember way back then. I think when I started in sales, I was like seven years old going door to door selling greeting cards. Um, uh, And when I think about that, I mean, even that, uh, I think what I wish I would have known about sales back then was how important it is to really nurture those relationships because people people who have a good experience will follow you to whatever it is that you are offering next. Those are the people that are going to be most open and able and willing to hear about other offers and, you know, work with you as you evolve in your sales career. So I, I kind of wish I knew that earlier on. I think back to when I was in radio advertising sales and then a sales manager and then selling sales training back in my Chicago office and then moving to Denver and and starting different things and then speaking. And so as my career evolved, I, I, I noticed that it would have been a lot easier for me earlier on if Mm. I had done a better job, I think early in my career to nurture some of those good client relationships Yeah, there's a lot of tools actually that exist today that I wish had exist back then for me, LinkedIn being one of them. Of course, there was no LinkedIn when when we first started in sales, even though that was just a few few years ago. Uh, There was no internet when we started in sales. I mean, let's let's tell the truth about it. Little modem sounds in the background. I'm like, gosh, can you imagine? Oh, dear, my AOL.com account. Um, Yeah, so... You know, I will add, there's a couple of things that I wish that I had, you know, even things I've picked up over the years that I wish I had done even a year earlier or five years earlier. And if you're just starting now and you're early in your sales career, well, first of all, well done for listening to us. Um, So I think that um, there's a couple of things that I have started to do over the last kind of five or 10 years that I wish I had done always from the beginning. And one of those is... um, keeping notes about those people that we meet and how we meet and, and remembering things about them. When you are young and spry and frisky, uh, you remember everything. And I'm not going to lie. I'm a woman of a certain age. And as a woman of a certain age, I can barely remember why I've walked into a room. And so, but that does present an, an honest to gosh challenge, right? The honest challenge is, is that I will struggle to remember names. I will struggle to remember details about people. And the 
And then the other side of that is, is that I have a massive network of people. I've got thousands of people that I'm connected with on LinkedIn, on my email, on, you know, um, people that I have trained over the years. I mean, it's a huge long list of people. And that has always meant a challenge for me to try and remember, gosh, how do I know that person? They're emailing me, they're asking me something and I should know where I met them. So I will tell you that um, I used to heavily use LinkedIn to keep track of that. LinkedIn took those notes options away and the ability to tag, took that away from their free profile um, and even their paid profiles. And now you have to have sales navigator to do that. So now I do that using other tools like DuckSoup. But here's what I would say is just keep track of that. The difference between being able to say, hey, Merit, um, we met at such and such event. Um, And I just wanted to ask if you had a connection at XYZ company, because I wanted to have a conversation with them. Mm. It makes a huge difference from, Hey, Merritt, I don't know if you remember me, but I was wondering if you could introduce me somewhere or not even remembering if you've met somebody, which I really hate that. I don't remember if I've met somebody. So, you know, let's be realistic. Um, credit to those people who are like, I never forget name, never forget a face. That's not me. Um, I wish that was true. If you meet me and I have forgotten your name or your face, it's not personal. I forget everyone. Um, I forget my own kids' names on occasion. So, you know, just, you know, be patient with people. So that's the one I would add is to make lots of notes. You know, and it's funny because I, I think along that line, I wish that I would have stuck with certain technologies for longer periods of time. I, I've had... I, I don't know, probably six different calendar systems over the course of my career. I've had countless different databases over the course of my career. And every time I switched to something else, I lost just a little bit of data. Didn't It didn't you know, transfer nice and neat, the tags. I think I wish I would have been a little bit more thoughtful about organizing how I was categorizing clients and prospects and keeping track of those data points and using systems that when I outgrew that system, I could save all of that information in a spreadsheet or somehow, and then easily get it into the next iteration of whatever I was, you know, whatever CRM I was using. So I do wish I had done that a little bit earlier. And I don't know, I mean, technology is always changing, so I'm not sure that that's even realistic, but I think I would have thought twice about some of the changes I made in the business tools that I was using to find out if I could stick with what I had and just use it better, or if I needed to bounce around to the very next new shiny thing. So I think that would have kept it a little bit more focused and you know, a little bit more consistent with building and developing the relationships if they were all just kind of in that one spot for a while. Yeah, I think that's a great, that's a great point, especially about the software and the migrating data and things like that. I I would add, keep everything, you know, keep every, you know, keep every checklist you've ever made, you know, digitize it. So it doesn't take up any room and it doesn't clutter up your office, but you, I'm constantly surprised by how many times I'm like, oh, you know what? I had a great, I had a great SOP for that, or I had a great proposal template that I used for that. I'd really love to go back and get that proposal template. I'll give you another one of my um, kind of I wish I would have. And and this is one that I'll share. And I think it's true for anybody. If you've not done this already or you've never really thought about it this way, 
I, as many of you might know from listening to the show, can be fairly methodical. I do tend to overthink things, um, but then I'm also quite an introvert. Um, and so being an introvert means that it's not necessarily in my nature to be really outgoing and necessarily really um, big on sharing personal details and information about myself. Now, the challenge, of course, with that is that, and of course, to be fair, right, the generation that I'm from, it was, you know, it was skirted suits and, you know, we were suits and boots and, uh, you know, you worked and then you didn't talk about your personal life and, you know, like it was very rigorous. What I would say is I have a strategy now and I've employed this for many years. And what it is, is it's about giving people something personal about me to hold on to. And I don't mean that in a weird way. I just mean that uh, you have to do something to help people get to know you and to make you memorable. So for me, I actually kind of did some really specific soul searching and thinking about that. And a lot of it has to do with my dogs. My dogs are a big part of my life. I always have dogs um, and I do a lot of dog training. I do a lot of dog tricks, but it means that I kind of almost always have something that I can connect with most people on. Um, and so, you know, whether that's like, oh my gosh, yeah, you know, like, uh, what kind of dog do you have? Oh yeah, you know, so I find this kind of common thread. And for me, it might be my dogs or it might be the fact that I've lived abroad or I'll always try to find a common thread with everybody that I interact with. And then that common thread allows me to say, you know, gosh, you know what? I, I've got a great video on that. Or I read an awesome book about that. And I'll send that over to you. So what I've done though, is I've given them more than just like, I'll call you. I'm always looking for that personal connection. So I wish I would have done that in the very beginning. I would think I would have been much more successful in sales early on. Um, of course, I'm ravishingly successful now, I'm not, <laughs> average, but, but yeah, so nothing average about you, nothing average about you at all. Um, and I would add just, uh, I would add just one more. I wish that I would have been a little bit more deliberate on learning my own sales lessons along the way, like a, a deliberate debrief. That was something that I did learn, I would say fairly early in my career, but then as anything, you know, you learn a good thing and then you, you, you get so good at it that you kind of put it on the shelf cause you don't need that anymore. Um, but I wish I would have been more consistent with deliberate debrief. So building into my, my plan, having that sales conversation and then thinking about it for a little bit, what went well, what would I have changed? What, what do I wish I would have said differently? Um, I think there's great coaching, like self-coaching that can happen. I certainly uh, wish that I would have found better sales coaches and mentors earlier in my career. I did eventually find people that really helped me develop my own style um, which made me a better coach, you know, working with different people. But, and maybe it was a good thing that I worked with some coaches that really didn't help me make those changes and improvements that I wanted in my career at those times. You know, contact with great coaches who asked me really good questions, who really brought something out of me that inspired me not just motivated me in that mindset way, but really gave me tools and different ways to think and stretch and grow and practice. And I wish I had had those kinds of coaches earlier in my career. I think I would have just developed so much faster, gone so much farther. Um, I think that would have made a huge difference, um, but I'm happy with the path. I'm happy with where I'm at now. I'm very grateful for the teachers that came along when they did. And, um, 
but I think, you know, if I was starting out, I'd really be deliberate and very aware of the type of coaching that would develop me sooner. Yeah. I think those are great strategies and I think that's a great place to wrap up. I think so. so. This wraps up our summer shorts episode on. What, uh, yeah. what do you wish you would have known when you started in sales? <laughs> I was just testing you. <laughs> Listen, if you've got questions that you want answered by us, either as a summer short or maybe in one of our full length episodes when we come back in the fall, then by all means, drop us an email at the hello at the smarter If you like the show, please let us know. We'd love to see your five star ratings and your reviews, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're watching and listening to the show. And don't forget, grab your free resources in the attachment section or the show notes and definitely Uh, Let your friends know about the show. We love working with our fans and let everybody know about the Smarter Sales Show. Absolutely. Don't forget, we love doing the show for free. But as sales professionals, that is a hard, hard word for us to to bear. So, (laughs) uh, you know, we also love getting paid for our expertise in sales coaching, training, consulting, and speaking. So if you are interested in working with us, whether that's working with Merit and her awesome sales coaching and emotional intelligence expertise, or whether you're looking to work with me around sales technology and sales processes, then by all means, whether that's coaching, training, consulting, or speaking together or separately, you can drop us a note at hello at thesmartersaleshow.com. Well, that's a wrap. I'm Merritt Khan. And I'm Julie Holmes. And we'll see you on the next Summer Shorts for the Smarter Sales Show. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday to the Smarter Sales Show. If you want a tech and technique solution to your sales challenge, send an email to hello at thesmartersaleshow.com. And don't forget to check out the show notes. If you'd like a transcript of today's show with links to the tools we mentioned during the episode, as well as reminders when the episodes are released, please visit our website and subscribe to our email updates at thesmartersalesshow.com.